Thank you for tuning in to the WAM Podcast, where women empower women in business and manufacturing. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Women and Manufacturing Podcast. My name is Fran Brunel. I'm the president of Accelerated Manufacturing Brokers, Inc., a company that specializes in mergers and acquisitions within the manufacturing sectors, and I am your host for today's show. Today, we are delighted to have with us Tammy Castile. Tammy is a plant manager for Iconix in Morristown, Tennessee. Iconix is the world's leading provider of receipt and innovative label solutions. They create value for their customers by enhancing transaction recording, ensuring order accuracy, and improving operational efficiency. They achieve this by providing highly differentiated label solutions and being the lowest cost manufacturer of paper receipts. Tammy has been with the company for over 13 years in a variety of different roles, including sales support team leader, customer service manager, North American supply chain manager, and most recently, plant manager of that facility in Tennessee. So Tammy, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. Thank you so much, Fran. I'm very happy to be here. So tell us a little bit about your company. You've had a variety of roles there. A little bit about your journey. As you stated, Iconix is the world's largest receipt manufacturer. We actually invented the receipt around 130 years ago. So we've been in this business for quite some time. We like to think that we're really good at it. I started with the company as a customer service team lead. That was where the majority of my background was, was in customer service, then worked up to customer service manager, and from there went through North American supply chain manager and currently the plant manager. I really feel like my journey through the business has really given me a perspective. I've been at the front end talking to the customer and I'm now at the back end trying to make sure we are delighting the customer. So I feel like that gives me a great perspective. Sometimes when we're in the midst of manufacturing, we lose sight of who we're actually trying to please. And that is our customer. We don't have a business without the customer. So I do feel like my experience in customer service helps me in my new role Along with the supply chain piece, supply chain is the glue that really holds our company together. We can't manufacture without that. So it gives me perspective on that as well. So I've been very fortunate with my journey from beginning to end and with a great company like Iconix. It's an interesting history that you've had. And I love how you compare the fact that you've seen the front of the house and the back of the house. And so you're well equipped to manage both. Love it. I know we didn't really indicate that we would be talking about this, but I'm very curious. Supply chain is an issue that every manufacturer is talking about. What has been your experience in recent history? Have you all had supply chain issues? How are you dealing with it? What's that look like? So as anyone who's ever worked in supply chain knows, supply chain issues are not exclusive to a COVID pandemic. 
two to three years ago, we had a supply chain issue with our main suppliers of paper. It was a Luco dye situation that made a lot of news across the world. So they're not exclusive to a COVID pandemic, but they have been, I think, exasperated and accelerated during the pandemic. We were seeing lead times of one week, and now we may be seeing lead times of seven weeks. So with that comes resetting expectations with your customers. It's easier to reset expectations when it's a global thing that's happening and they don't just feel like you're just trying to push them out. So we have had to go to some customers and reset expectations for some of our larger customers. We have actually taken the burden on as a business. You know, we may order more to not impact our customers if it's one of our big customers. So We've been creative to try and impact the customer as little as possible. But as you said, everyone is is feeling it in manufacturing. Yeah. yeah. I love the idea of just kind of honestly communicating with your customers. I'm sure that you would agree that that it better than just not delivering on time is to communicate what's happening, why it's happening. And as you said, resetting the expectation That's one of the things I learned early on, especially on the customer service side. Communication is the most important thing to a customer. If you are open with them and let them know what's going on, they will really try to work with you. But if you wait until the day they're expecting a, you know, a truckload of product and say, hey, it's not coming, they're not near as easy to work with. So communication is key no matter what you do, whether it's with the supply chain, whether it's with your manufacturing team. It's just really key to keep that line of communication open. Yeah, absolutely agreed. So I want to chat a little bit. You've expressed that you have had some really great mentors throughout your career. Speak into that a little bit if you can. Absolutely. My very first mentor, of course, was my mom. She is one of the most independent, strong-willed individuals. And I get that from her, which gives me the desire and want to excel in everything I do, but especially in a role like this, where it is very dominant, a man's world in manufacturing. So of course, my mom, but then I was very, very fortunate to have a mentor three years ago, which is actually, she's very instrumental in the role that I have now. She's been there. She kind of helped pave, you know, some roads for women in manufacturing. She actually, when I took this role, she gave me a book called Dare to Lead and wrote a personal note with it. And one of the quotes that she quoted was from Maya Angelou. And it's been very impactful to me. The quote is, I come as one, but I stand as 10,000. That is from her poem, The Grandmother. That means to me that it doesn't matter your gender. It matters what your skills are. What do you bring to the table? So if you walk into a room that's male-dominated room that you're here, you're prepared, you belong here, you've got this. So that quote has served me well as I continue through my career path. And have you in turn mentored others in your organization. And I'm also curious about how many people are you managing? How many of them are women? How many of them are men? I have mentored some individuals when I was actually in supply chain before I took this role. I was really working with them, empowering them to make those big decisions, to stand on your own two feet and believe in yourself and the skills that you bring to the table. So I've been very fortunate to be able to do that. 
I manage overall around 250. That's how many is in our plant. Of course, not directly to me, but all of my direct reports are men. I don't have any female direct reports. <laughs> mm. Well, as you said, it is a male-dominated industry. I'm in one as well. M&A, especially manufacturing M&A, is completely male-dominated. And what I find is that if you are, and I'm sure this is true for your role as well, do your job, do it well, add value, and people will respect you, your role, your authority. Absolutely. Yeah. So are you the only female plant manager for your firm? For Iconics, I was the first female plant manager. We also have another female plant manager. She's been in that role maybe 18 months, close to two years. She is in our Nogales, Mexico facility. The county that we actually sit in, Iconic sits in, which is Hamlin County in Morristown, Tennessee. I'm the only female plant manager in the entire county. So that just tells you, you know, what a male-dominated field it is. But I work for a company that believed in me and my abilities, and I love leading the paper facility here in Morristown. Yeah. It's obviously a testament to, to your skill, your talent, your dedication to the company. Good for you. And so I also want to chit chat a little bit about your management style. As we've talked before, I have found some of the things you said to be things that manufacturers in general should pay attention to. Everyone's struggling with a skills gap and getting good workers, workers to stay. And I read something recently about the fact that workers don't really leave companies, they leave bad managers. I read that as well. (laughs) Right? It's true. And so speak into your particular management style a little bit. Okay. I'm a very people-centric person. I'm on the plant floor. I'm talking to my coworkers. I'm asking, how's your child? You know, if I have an employee who has a death in the family, I want to make sure I personally go out there and and speak to them about that. In this industry, sometimes that's viewed as, well, she's just a softie because she's a woman. That's not the case. I'm a people person. I believe in our people because without those people, I don't have a job. We don't have a business. So I go above and beyond to really engage with my coworkers. I've always felt like People may forget what I said to them one day or things I did while I was at at Iconics, but I hope that if I'm gone or if they leave our company, they remember what I did, that I made a point to come and speak to them if they've had a loss or something of that nature. And I find that most of the people that do work in my building, they would move mountains if I asked them to. A lot of times they're like, oh, if you're in that role, you have to be authoritative and you have to be angry. No, you don't. You really don't. And I feel that I get more from my team by having that type of management style. I'm sure you do. I think it's absolutely true that people don't really care what you say until they understand that you care. The old, very authoritative thing, that's an old way of doing doing business. And when you're in a sector like manufacturing where everyone's fighting for the same workers, you better believe it makes a difference 
if you are behaving in a way where they know that you care about them. It's just different than the old style. So I'm very fortunate in my facility. I have an amazing HR partner and he and I work together to make sure we are engaging with our employees on a monthly basis. When I meet with my supervisory team, I'm like, guys, you have to remember, it's not about the things you give, but sometimes just a thank you. You could be the one person they encounter in on that day that makes a difference in their life just by saying thank you or thanks for coming to work today. You're doing a great job. You just never know. So be that difference. Say thank you. Yeah, I've actually interviewed a woman who has been a speaker at NTMA, National Tooling and Manufacturing Association Conventions. They're engaged conventions. And her name is Lisa Ryan. And she has written a book about thank you, that it's the best thing. And she's written a whole book. She's a national public speaker. And thank you as an acronym for different things that managers can do to let employees know that they care, keep them very well engaged. So it sounds like you're doing that in spades. So given the fact that there is such a skills gap, I am of the view that manufacturers need to court young women into the field, not just the guys. We need to get girls into the trade schools and interested in manufacturing. What would you say to a young woman trying to decide on a career path? Would you recommend manufacturing and why? I absolutely would. My entire career has been in manufacturing from, as we say, customer service all the way to leading a facility. It's very fulfilling. I think back to when my mom, she worked in manufacturing and there was always this stigma of, well, there's 200 men there. I'm going to be the only woman. But that's not the case anymore. We need women to balance out. There are many good things that men are good at in our manufacturing settings, but there are also as many things that women are good at. The playing field is more balanced. I would definitely encourage young women to, even if it's not on the business side of it, maybe that's not your thing, but there's absolutely career paths for women to be in manufacturing to start. Maybe you start at the bottom and work yourself up, but it doesn't have to be on the business side. It can be actually out on the plant floor. Continuous improvement. CI is huge. We're always looking to grow and change. So there's that side of it. There's just so many aspects that I think women are are amazing at. So I would absolutely encourage any and all young women to proceed in a path in manufacturing. Fabulous. It sounds like Iconics is a great place to work. I love the fact that they've promoted two women to plant managers. That's absolutely fabulous. I hope to see more of it. So just curious, is your plant hiring right now? Absolutely. We, along with all manufacturers, went through a really rough last two years due to the pandemic. We are still hiring. We are closing the gap on getting all of our roles filled, which is great. We really struggled during the pandemic, but we are hiring. We have different levels of positions that all skill sets are eligible for. 
That's fabulous. So we are starting to run out of time. If someone wants to learn more about your firm's products, or if they're interested in a position in Morristown, Tennessee, how best should they reach out? They can go to our website, Fran. It is www.iconics.com. That tells our history. That tells about our products. And on that same website, there is a drop down for careers. And if you are looking for a career in Morristown, Tennessee, you just put that facility in and it will pull up all available positions that we have. Fabulous. Well, we appreciate you so much joining us and taking time out of your busy day. Best wishes for continued success in your position at Iconics. Thank you for having me and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, if you are a woman in manufacturing or if you're in a business that services the manufacturing community and you would like to be on the show, please reach out to me. You can reach me via LinkedIn, Francis Brunel, or just call my office at 908 387 1000. I also want to encourage our listeners to visit whampodcast.com where you can see all of our shows and other shows brought to you by the Jacket Media Company. Thanks for joining us today, everybody, and have a great day. Thank you for joining the Wham Podcast, where women empower other women in business and manufacturing. For more shows like this, go to whampodcast.com. That's whampodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.